I worked in the jails like for four years and Ugh. you know, it's, it's, it's so shitty. Like, it's just like a, a cesspool of like the lowest, lowest levels of society. And, you know, just being there 12 hours at a time. And that's a lot like the know. fire department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been waiting for it is draft week here in all american dynasty we will be kicking off the draft on wednesday over on sleeper and i know it's highly anticipated we've been kind of playing around with dates and, and trying to figure out what to do and went from an auction to a draft and so if you're not excited about this by this point you know maybe you should check your pulse because this is about as good as it gets in the off season but before we get into it, I just wanted to go over a couple quick changes. Uh, the first thing is that I was doing my draft board the other day and kind of writing guys' names down and getting guys placed where I wanted. And around round 17, I pretty much ran out of players. Not to say that there's not a players available. It's just players that should not be rostered. So I kind of tinkered a little bit with the, the numbers. And what I think what we're going to do is we're going to stop it at round 17 which would give us 23 total players. And then we'll have the rookie draft after and then decide you know, where we need to be in terms of uh, total roster space. Another thing I did was to tweak the tight end scoring. Just like we talked about last week with quarterbacks, we want to make as many players more valuable as possible. It makes things more interesting. It makes things more dynamic. So what I did was, and a lot of leagues do this now, is do what they call a tight end premium which basically just means tight ends get 1.5 per reception as opposed to one. Pretty easy, pretty self-explanatory. They just get an extra bonus 0.5 for every catch they make. So obviously it elevates Mark Andrews and all those guys and Kelsey and Waller and Kittle and stuff. But it'll also make kind of the back end a little higher so that those guys will actually be somewhat playable. So that's, that's kind of where we are leading up to the draft. Now, I don't know if you've seen it or I don't know if you've played around with it, but the, the draft lobby or the draft home, whatever you want to call it, is, is pretty awesome. Like, it's, it's a full-on draft board. I was able to put it up on my big screen TV, and I'm sure me and Colin are going to sit downstairs and kind of play around with it. But it looks great. It's, it's very intuitive. It, you know, you just slide up the, you know, the window that's got all the player information. You can put players in your queue. You can put players that you like or that you're watching. Uh, me and Chris are going to talk about that later. It is far and away better than anything we've had at MFL. In fact, you know, I, I remember in the early days, we actually tried to draft offsite and then I imported everything over because MFLs was so bad, you know? So right away, I feel like Sleeper has a little bit of an edge there. So I think that kind of sums it up. We're going to get into trades and the app and the draft. And uh, speaking of which, let's go ahead and start that bad boy. Let's get Chris on here. It's first time on the pod. Glad to have him. How's it going? It's all good, man. Chilling. How's Vegas? Vegas is cool. Vegas is awesome. You know, it's not too far from home. You know, just a few hours from California. But yeah. No, it's definitely a change, but you know, I'm I'm digging it. Kids love it. Wife loves it. So nice. It's funny. I was talking to Brett the other day, and I was like, I was telling my wife about you and him and being in the fantasy football league and everything. And I, 
she asked me what what you guys did and i told her and i said brad i'm i said i feel like i feel i honestly don't i'm not sure i know like i, I feel i feel like it <laughs> yeah. has something to do with like these polaris like things and i know he goes to these rally events and stuff i said yeah i mean judging from the pictures and stuff he posts i'm like i thought he was racing like i thought he was yeah. like he was the one in the cars you know like but no that's not like that that's like a if i'm a kid like that's a dream job of mine you know, oh, like, know. just uh, be around like you know when i asked him i asked him how he got into it and uh, he basically said like he's been doing that he said it's a big thing in arizona so it's something he's been around his whole oh, life yeah, and i was like sure. okay that makes sense it's just interesting because like i said it was just she asked me and i was like dude i'm not a hundred percent sure i just see pictures of him at races all the time and like you said i yeah. said he might be a racer he might just work on yeah. the cars i have honestly no idea yeah he might be a mechanic yeah, yeah. who knows <laughs> so what uh, what do you think of the new app do you hate it love it not sure yet well i've used it before i, I, I loved I, it you know what yeah. i now that i think about it you you i think you're the one that actually brought it up to me so yeah yeah it's your fault Everybody yep. can blame you now. Everyone can hate me now even more. <laughs> yeah, sure. they can just add it now to the you list. They have a legit reason to hate me. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years ago, I was in another league. Um, just uh, I think we only did it for two years, um, but we were using the sleeper app, and so it was my first experience with it. But you know, so I like it. I, I, me personally, like you know, you can do so much with it, and it just it differs like greatly from you know MFL. I know. Like I said, like I was kind of making a joke earlier, like how people are afraid of change. But like, I think once they, it's like switching from an iPhone to an Android. I think once you get used yeah, to it, like yeah. it's going to be like so much better. Well, it's funny. I, I was trying to decide whether or not to like call him out on the message board or just do it in the, in the podcast and he'd hear it. But it was funny how Carrie was basically like, MFL is way better. But he was saying it on the messaging app, which in, in, Sleeper. in Sleeper, which we had to like, that's why we started group me anyway, because MFL's messaging thing was so terrible. So it's yeah. like, it's like, you're, you're literally complaining about how MFL is better. And in, in the, in the place where it just shows clearly that sleepers yeah. has an edge there. So it's just, well, yeah. And then plus too, I mean, with the sleeper, I mean, you can see, like, you can see who reads the messages too. Like once you like send a message, I don't know if you noticed or not. Yeah. But yeah. Like, the little pictures in the side, I was wondering what that was. was. Yeah. Yeah. So once, so you can see, you know, people are just being, you know, lazy jackasses and not jumping on the app, you know, for three months at a time, you know, you can, you can know, or like, as soon as you, you know, post something in the, the um, chat, you know, you, once you see that message, your, your little circle with your face drops down to the bottom. So, yeah, you know, that's a kind of, that's, I think that's kind of cool. It's, it, yeah, it's a cool feature. Like I said, I did, and, and I will say this, and I was talking to some of the, the guys we were talking about, they were scared of change. Because they're all yeah. like, dude, I hate this. I hate this. this is stupid. This app is dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, you just don't know where anything is yet. Just just mm -hmm. try to mess around with it. You'll you'll get used to it. Like, because I never even used, I guess they use like an MFL app. I never even used that. I always just had it like the website on my phone. Like I never actually yeah. like had the app, but he was showing it. Pat was showing it to me the other day and was like, look, it's so much easier. I'm like, dude, this sleep app. I mean, just the draft alone looks amazing like the the draft board and the stuff that you can do with it i was like dude it, there's so many more features than mfl yeah you get like, yeah you get like notifications from sleeper like on just random like either your players on your team like once you once once the draft is over and once our teams are set like you'll start getting notifications on your players so that was something super cool that i like i did yeah that, i did hear that like during games they actually give you updates when your guys score like notifications like hey your guy just scored a touchdown yeah. or something yeah, no, totally. Like it's, like I said, it's just, it's going to take getting used to. But I think once, 
we go through like you know a few months of it i think it's no one's even gonna remember mfl yeah i think that's what i was thinking like by this time next year everybody's gonna be like yeah this is way better there's was, just so much more there's so many more features and you know it's like sort of connected to like roto world and you know all those websites you know they're you know who have all those like like i got like a random notification that colin kaepernick held a trial with the raiders you know just because I, I have it like set up that way where you know i guess it thinks and knows i'm a raiders fan so it, or maybe it's just like a nfl news type you know headline that people yeah. might want to read who, who would have never have known you know had the app not told them so but so the draft is this week what you thinking about it um i don't know i mean i look forward to it every year this whole starting from six and what are we going to like 30 we're actually going to stop at 17 it's it's funny i was doing my draft board last night trying to get ready for stuff and around round 17 i was like out of players i was like putting randall cobb and shit on there and i was like holy crap this is getting bad and it was because we didn't have all the rookies and everything in in there yet so i was like you know what i'll stop it at 17 and then once we see like what the rookies are available then we can kind of judge there like how big the rosters need to be i'm not yeah, i'm not gonna I drop was... them, i'm not gonna drop them down too much but because i do want to have the big rosters but like i said when once i got past round 17 plus <laughs> plus the six players we had i was like dude there's there nobody yeah, available. Be drafting colin kaepernick in round 18 you know yeah, like... just so you could have a quarterback so yeah, yeah it, exactly. So I knocked off a couple rounds, so it's going to end at seventeen instead of I think before it was like twenty-one. Because the way I set up my draft or my draft board, I have like ten players each round. That way, I know I'm going to get one of those. And yeah. like I said, I got to seventeen. I was like, holy crap, man! It, there's n- yeah. nothing left. So. Yeah, like where I'm sitting, I think I'm at eight, seven or eight. If you another cool thing that Sleeper does, like if you scroll down, like on the available players, and you like go down to like your slot in the round, like it'll say like projected pick so yes. like you kind of i saw you that kind of gave, yeah you kind of so see it like, bases okay, it, it bases it off where you're picking yeah exactly. okay yeah so, yeah i saw that so, now I, I kind of i was kind of taken back back because i was like why does it keep saying round one nine overall like I, I was like why wouldn't it show you like the top 10 but that makes sense that it's showing you where you projecting yeah, where you would pick who would be exactly. there when you That's the thing, like if if it went in this order you know based on the adp then this is who you should have fall into your lap at this pick or whatever. Yeah. MFL is way better than that. Their, their 1999 draft board. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I did want to ask about is I was talking to somebody the other day and they were worried that with this being a dynasty and you know, you're keeping players year to year that eventually it would get to the point where all the teams are just set. Nobody really does anything. How do you think trades are going to change or what do you think people need to change about the way they do trades to make this work? That's a good question. I mean, me personally, I love doing trades. I mean, I, I enjoy it. You know, if I can, well, you already saw today, I think a trade happened, you know, like a pre-draft trade. Yeah. People are already making moves. I don't know. I, I'd have to kind of wait and see if, like, you, how it's going to be affected. Have you ever played like, like a traditional dynasty? I've never done it, but everything that I've no. seen says that it's like trades constantly because you don't have a, you know, a free agents at all. So you're the only way to get better. Yeah. The only way to move players around is through trades. It's the, it's the only way, yeah. yeah. So there's no, like you said, we're there's not going to be no, a way for wire anymore. There's not going to be, you know, I think you had mentioned it in the first podcast, but um, yeah, like you're not going to be like those like diamonds in the rough with like week, you know, whatever, 13 that you, you know, find on the waiver wire that takes you deep into the playoffs. That's not going to be the case this year. So people, you might, I think you are, we are going to see a lot of trades and I'll probably be in the middle of a few of them myself. Yeah. So well, it's, I think it was Jeff that I was talking to and I was, I kind of told him, I said, I honestly think people just need to look at trades differently. Like I think before 
people are looking at it like, I need to win this trade. Whereas now it's like, I just need to get assets. Like, like I just need picks in the future or, you know, depending on what you're trying to do, like it may look, and I think I was talking to Brett about this too. It may look on, like on paper that that trade sucks. Like, why are you doing that? Well, it's because I got five picks in the future and then a young player. And then, you know, that's what's because, yeah. because you're not going to be able to get any players in the off season. The rosters aren't going to churn. So you yeah. know, if you're sitting there holding on to Julio Jones and he's about to turn to dust, you're like, dude, you need to get rid of that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. not, you're not just going to let him go. Yeah. And if someone sees that player as, you know, maybe this is the last piece I need to sort of make a deep run in these playoffs, then they might give up a first, you know, next year or whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. People are, I think it's going to have to look at trades differently, but everyone's got a different strategy also. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, this I know first year's going to be kind of like a feeling out process. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Pat the other day and I said something about, what do you think about the two quarterback thing? And he was like, I don't like it. I'm like, why? And he said, because it changes my whole strategy. I'm like, well, part of your strategy should involve getting another quarterback. And yeah. then you see him make that move today because he was he was actually worried about Deshaun Watson and not him not playing. So now he made that move up to 1-1. One, <laughs> yeah. one, and one, one. now he's got his pick of either Dak or, or Russell Wilson or you know anybody else, really. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that two quarterback things are going to change, too, because you look at the who's available right now and you see it's mostly quarterbacks. It's like the top, I think, four or five, six guys are like, quarterbacks yeah. so you go look at the league rosters and i think there's only a handful of us that have two quarterbacks and everyone else has got one so it's like how high are they going to prioritize getting another one or are they going to just try to get a receiver or a running back or whatever and then see what quarterback falls to them in the future i think it's going to cause people to think differently which is i think good well i mean it, it already has for me colin was making fun of me about daniel jones but i was i kind of told him i was like look it was either going to be like ramondre stevenson or quarterback and i'm like i would much rather take a quarterback than than swing on a young running back the, oh, yeah. the freaking patriots take a running back every year so you never know who's going to get the ball there but i know daniel jones is going to be throwing it 25 30 times a game so like yeah. i'd much rather take that risk yeah yeah he might be the you know a top 20 quarterback but at least he's going to get me points i think you had made a comment about that too like top 20 quarterbacks is you know better than a top 10 whatever running back yeah like it's going to outscore that top yeah. 15 running back more more than likely yeah mm -hmm. so i sort of want to talk about a little bit about the uh the deal that went down tonight with uh pat and john dude that trade was was kind of bad that, that trade was i mean you see from my reaction in the chat yeah, that <laughs> what i thought of that trade but i you know, i, you I like the idea of, of of moving back but he only got a second round pick next year i was thinking like move back get a player and then also like a couple more picks yeah. in there as well but he did it for one pick yeah and the problem with moving back is is he needs a quarterback because Tom Brady is his only quarterback, which you're you're hoping you get one more year out of Tom Brady. If, yeah. You know, if he doesn't like fall to pieces Retire this year. Again. Yeah. Now you just put yourself out of the running for the top two quarterbacks available. So it, I don't know, man, I, I, I struggle with that well, one when I saw it. They always, no, it seems to happen like once a year and it seems like probably, you know, preseason every year where you're just like that one, like head scratching trade. You're like, am I missing something? Like I went like go back and look at it like a couple more times. Like, no, no, that's what it was. The one last year with the guy that, quit like he's a firefighter and I, I mean i work with him every day and i was actually talking to him about it the other day and he said he said yeah man and what it was was i guess bortz was just like this is his story and this guy embellishes stuff all the time but he's like dude he he just blew up my phone and was asking me every day and like wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't stop and he said so i finally just said you know screw it i'll just do the deal and you know whatever and i'm like fucking leave me alone yeah. yeah that's basically what it was and i was like i think i was i think i was telling Brett about it and he was like what was the trade again and i had to look it up and it was Dalvin Cook 
for one first and Robert Tanyan. And I was like, oh, I almost, I almost vomited in my mouth. I was like, like God, yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Like I said, that one, I thought he could have got more out oh, of sure. it. For sure. I think I made a comment like, is that, is that all it took was a damn second rounder? That's, like, I, I, I mean, when, yeah, like you're only moving back three spots, you know, so. When I saw you it. Do, you need a quarterback. You need a damn quarterback. When I saw it, I actually texted Pat and I said, "What was anything else added in the trade? Like, were you guys trading players or something else? He's like, nope, that's it. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, like okay, I guess I'll mm-hmm. uh, push this through. Like, it's just. Uh-huh. Ugh, man, it was that's brutal to see. Yeah, me and Brett, I think, are at a slight disadvantage just because we don't know anybody else in the league besides you. Like personally, yeah. Like, yeah. You, the other eight or nine players, you know, I honestly still don't even know how that relationship. I'm assuming a bunch of firefighters in in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, somehow everybody knows each other over there, and so like they see each other on a probably almost daily basis and talk to each other. And I was just like, yeah, and that's what yeah. happened with this trade. Those guys work together like like i said it's some firehouse shenanigans because those guys are at the firehouse right now and they're they're watching the stanley cup playoffs and i guarantee they're like hey you want that first and he's like yeah i'll take it and then yeah. that's probably the entire conversation I, I doubt there was any willing and dylan they were just like sure sure buddy i'll help you out and yeah, that's yeah. probably it's, about all uh, it it's may yeah like <laughs> this can't go this can't go bad at all yeah and and you're right it is only four picks but like i said it puts them out of that i mean who are the yeah what is it like russell wilson i mean dak would have been perfect right there for perfect. him that's a perfect number one pick for this league you know yeah you got and honestly Prescott, if, if, if you, you didn't even want to go quarterback you you still got stefan diggs sitting there and you're yeah. just like dude you just yeah. passed on all that i know because i know, you know that's what I, that would be my number one pick it was stefan diggs i know that would that'd be my number one pick yeah because Let's see, Purple and Bombers both have one quarterback. Well, now it's it'll be Pat there. So more than likely, they'll both take quarterbacks. And so, yeah, Diggs may fall right into Brett's lap. He's only got one yeah. wide receiver. It just makes sense. But, yeah, it. I don't know. I, like I said, it was a head-scratcher. It's one of those things where, if I like, like I said, I like the move. I just wish he would have got more stuff out of it. And well, I, think he, like, I think he could have. Yeah, well, it's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, make sure you guys put in a separate email, you know, everything else that's included in the trade. And I'm like, maybe that's the case. Maybe that's that's what I asked. I was like, is there anything else? He's like, and Colin said something to me the other day about it, and he was he was doing trades or, or people were offering him some stuff, and I was like, like send him a counter offer and just throw in that you're gonna swap in round two, like swap the, yeah. the picks. I said just just a cherry on top, just always throw that cherry on there just to see what if you can get a little bit more type of thing. And I know yeah. Brett's really good at that. Brett loves to like. You think you have a deal with Brett, and then he goes, "Hey, can you add this little thing?" In? You're yeah, like, oh man, oh, come yeah. on! But that's uh, like famous for doing that. Yeah, I said it's all it's it is fun to like always try to see if you can get a little bit more. While you you're you're both in agreement, you're like, okay, okay, so this looks good, this looks good, and then you're like, hey, just yeah. throw that throw that last little thing on there. Yeah, so like you're at the point where you're like, come on, like we're so close. Like, I really don't want this trade to fall apart. Like, yeah. and then it's like, ah, fine. Like, damn it. I'll throw in that whatever pick. Or... Especially with Colin. That's one of the things, you know, in terms Tell of Colin, just ignore every single trade request that comes <laughs> his way. Well, I told him, I said, I, I hate Lamar Jackson. Like I just, I despise watching him play. Like I played him, a t- <laughs> I played him a ton in DFS last year. And he just, every time, just the one time I didn't play him was that night that he, he had like a 40 point game. And I was like, you son of a bitch, man. Like every time I watched him, he just looked completely lost. And so I told him, I said, dude, you should move Lamar Jackson. Everybody wants quarterbacks. Like, there you go. Yeah. Like move him. 
and he was like, oh, I kind of like Lamar Jackson. Oh, son of a bitch. But yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I think quarterbacks are going to be extremely valuable and you're going to be able to move them around. Whereas last year, it, it's been like that for a couple of years where it's almost impossible to move quarterbacks. Like if you end oh, up yeah. with two, you're like, he's going to be sitting the bench every week and I can't yeah, that's trade just him like for your anything. Your bye week starter of one game and then throw your number one guy back in there. And like, it was almost it was no importance to having that second quarterback yeah just a like a spot filler well and honestly like it it almost didn't matter if you didn't have one of those top like three guys like a rogers you know brady that type of thing then all the other ones after that like between like four and ten there really wasn't that much difference between them i mean they were all pretty similar so you could you could ride with i think the one year i won with philip rivers so it's just kind of like you didn't really need really good quarterbacks now you kind of do yeah, this changes everything. This well, the way it works. I mean, if you're if you're trotting out Carson Wentz as your second quarterback, you're you're in trouble. Right. So, how do you think the teams stack up now? I mean, do you think anybody's really bad? Do you think anybody's overly good? Like, or do you think everything's pretty balanced? Well, I was actually looking today. I think it's a good balance, a good balance across the board. I don't. There's not like one team that sort of like jumps out. I was pretty happy with it. I mean, there's obviously team. I think every team has has really good pieces, but then they also have some some question marks you know so like room room for improvement yeah and it's gonna it's gonna be interesting how they how everybody ends up building their teams and stuff yeah no i i think it'd be fun i think it'd be a good you know first season playing in the super flex Thanks for being on the pod, Chris. You know, it's been a while since we caught up, and I think we talked for about an hour, and I got it down to about 18, 20 minutes. But, you know, it was good to talk to you and good to catch up. And, you know, I thought we had a lot of good conversation. And, you know, speaking of which, he brought up a, a really good point and something that I hope the podcast will kind of alleviate, and that is that guys really don't know each other as well as some of us do. You know, we we work together at the fire department. Me and Pat and Bortz and John and, and Jeff all work together, so we see each other semi-daily basis, you know, a couple times a week easily. But, you know, guys like Brett and, and Chris have never even met those guys. Carrie's never met those guys, including myself. And Mark used to live beside Pat, but he doesn't anymore. So he's kind of, you know, on his own too. So hopefully with the podcast, as we have more and more guys on and you get to hear them and listen to them and, and you know, I do these interviews and get their opinions out there, it'll kind of maybe bridge that gap a little bit and uh, allow each other, everybody to kind of get to know each other a little better. And, and hopefully in the, in the future of the podcast, we're going to be able to get, I found some software where it'll record audio a lot better and it'll be a lot cleaner and easier to listen to. So I, I'm kind of looking forward to that down the road, but it was kind of a long conversation with, with Chris. So I want to keep this tight and keep it short. So that's all we got for today. Like I said, big, big stuff with the draft coming up. I don't know when the next pot will be because I kind of want to wait till the draft is over and hopefully have an old friend come back and break down the results of the draft and maybe maybe do a preview of the uh, rookie draft. So that'll be fun to be able to get Pat back on and, and maybe do a co-host thing with him if I can catch him at work or, or something like that. Again, good luck this week. I'm sure picks are going to be flying at the beginning. So good luck, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday. It was just funny. He got on there 
and said, you know, hey, I'm ready. Let's let's draft. And of course, everybody just jumped on him. And you know, yeah. I don't know. Boards boards kept <laughs> oh, throwing out yeah. the dick gifs and stuff. And I was like, is he calling Carrie a dick? Like, <laughs> and then of course he said, no, 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 I'm not talking about him. And I'm like, who are you talking about then? Like, I was so confused going back yeah, and looking, looking through it. I was trying to decide. I was like, well, it's either me or that purple guy, you know, like, because those are the only Well, the purple guy is probably sitting right next to him. So, yeah, I don't know who he was talking about. <laughs> like I said, it could have been you because, like, you just, they, I don't know why, man. They. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. 